Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. When you are spiritual, you become lively. You become alive. When a sister is spiritual, she becomes alive. When your spirit is alive, you are very active. I mean, you cannot be in a service like this and not be active. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adventa branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the word of God. You may please be seated in this fantastic service this afternoon. Tell your neighbor, your life will not be the same again. Say, my life will never be the same again.
And the apostle came also among them. Sorry. And the pastor of that branch was also there. Who was there? What? Before the Lord. They had gathered in church before the Lord. When we come to church, we come to stand before the Lord. Right now, we are before the Lord. Even though I'm preaching and all that, it's before the Lord. When Ananias and Sapphira lied to Peter, Peter said, I am not the one you have lied to. It is the Lord. So we are before the Lord. But even though we are before the Lord, Satan will also be there. If Satan wants to be there, he'll be there. So some of you may be his agents. Because your life is not a Christian's Christian's life at all. You are actually sitting here as Satan sitting here. Small boy danger. Small girl danger. But it is very important. See, I'm just saying to you that being around, being in church, being in the system, being around, does not mean that you are a Christian. I mean, if I enter an oven, I don't become bread. If you put a baby, three weeks old baby, into an oven, does the baby become bread? No. No. If I go and stand in a garage, do I become a BMW? No. Being in church does not make you a Christian. So to live Christ, there is a way. You see, there is a way you will live your life to be able to qualify to be a Christian. And that is, you must have the mind of Christ. I gave you seven things. What else should you have? What's the first thing I said you should have? Yes, the words of Christ must be the words you live by. The words of Christ must be the words you live by. The words of Christ must be the words you live by. Without the words of Christ, you are an unbeliever. You don't believe Christ's words, you are out. You are out. Number two is what? The what? The act. Yes. Your, your, the things you do must be the things Jesus did. The acts of Christ. Number three is what? The what? The love. The things Christ loved should be the things you also should love. Oh, you can't say you are a Christian and you love, you love the world. When Jesus Christ says, love not the world. I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing? He says, love not the world. And exactly what he says you must not love. I mean, some of you, when you go to school, your friends are non-church goers. These unbelievers and these type of people. And last week, what did we do? Sorry. The mind. Last week, that's what we did. The mind. And what did I share about the mind? Jesus Christ had a mind. He made himself of no reputation. That is, if you want to live like Christ, you can't come around and be like, like your father is rich. Or you went to Wesley Girls. Those type of titles and those type of you know, big, big, high-sounding things, you leave them outside. Here, we are all the same. We are all humble. We are all you know, nobodies. And number two, mind of Christ is what? A son. A son. A son. Abiding forever. You shouldn't come and sit here and have a mind that you are going to backslide in three years' time. Or you are here just because if you don't come to church, daddy will be angry with you. They ask you questions and so, but Charlie, the day you are free from this tyranny, yes, you are free from this type of whatever, they will know that you really, I mean, this type of things you do. No, no. If you want to live Christ, listen. If you want to live your life as a Christian, your mind should be that you are in this forever. It will let you take decisions. See, so, so anything that wants to 
shorten your existence here. Anything that wants to like make you backslide, you will refuse it. It is when you are here and your mind is not a forever mind that leads to all kinds of problems. So today, um, and, and, and what's the next pillar? The spirit of Christ. I will deal with that at a later day. But today, I yeah, sufferings of Christ. But today, I'm, I'm still on the mind. The mind. Just want to talk to you about the mind of Christ. The mind you must have. The mind. Say the mind. The mind. The mind. So, so how is your mind working? How is your mind? How does your mind work? 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 As you are sitting here. So we are looking at how Christ's mind worked. And we are going to pattern our lives after the way Christ's mind worked. Amen. So turn your Bibles. And I'm reading. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Amen. And I want you to turn your Bibles to John. Chapter 20. And I want us to read verse 19. Then the same day Today is a special Resurrection Sunday message I'm sharing with you briefly. The same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, and I'm ending the message. When he had so said, he showed unto them his hands. Oh, it's even here on the screen. See the mind. The mind. The mind. He showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Next verse. Then he said to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, even so send I you. There are some big things I want to share with you. I don't know if there's going to be time, but go down to verse 22. And when he has said this, he breathed on them. 23. 24. Thomas was not there when Jesus came. 25. Right. But the other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands. In his hands. The print of his nails. And put my finger into the print of the nails. And thrust my hand into the side. I will not believe. Yeah. Say the mind. Now, that is what I want to share with you today. The mind of Christ is the mind of having something to show for your Christianity. Having something to show. When Jesus stood in front of them, he showed them evidence. 
He said, look into my hands. Look at my hands. And then he raised his shirt and said, look at my side. When you walk with God, you experience situations that you must go through to give you scars to give you something to show you see there are some of us here when we come to you because you see you you don't have a mind that you are going to show the world that you are a christian when we come to you we don't find when we take your phone we find all kinds of things on it all kinds of music all kinds of text messages all kinds of things are on it because you see you you don't have a mind that you must have something to show when somebody comes to you what about you shows that you are a christian what are the marks on you i'm not talking about physical scars that there's a cut on you but what is it about you that shows people that you are born again I mean, if your friends in school who don't go to church have nothing to show and you also have nothing to show. You see, as a Christian, you must have experiences that you can share. Those are the, those are the marks. You should be able to say to your friend that you went for an outreach and even they poured urine on you. You went to witness to somebody who beat you. Yes. I'm talking about difficult things. But you fasted till you couldn't stand on your two feet. <laughs> but many of us do not give ourselves that opportunity. Like as I'm standing here. I've not eaten anything. Have you eaten something since morning? You've had breakfast. You've had lunch. A full breakfast. Wow. Have you had lunch? You've not had any lunch. Did you have breakfast? You didn't finish. (laughs) Have you had breakfast and lunch? You didn't didn't have breakfast. You had lunch. You had breakfast and no lunch. I haven't had breakfast. This is my fourth service I'm preaching in. No breakfast, no lunch. I'm standing here in front of you. There is something to show. I said, there is what? Something to show. The Christian life, you see, Resurrection Sunday is the day where you must show that you have also carried a cross. You've also, you see, your mind should be that you are going to go through difficulties. That's a mind. So when Jesus stood in front of them, he showed them his difficulties. The pain. Some of you don't want to go through any pain. It's like your life is, you know, like you, uh, first lovers, you go to your own church at Oibin also, or you at the gathering service, exactly. And you come here also, exactly. These are scars. There is something to show for their Christian life. When you don't take decisions that are difficult, like Jesus how did, how did he get these nails in his hands? He was in Galilee. God says he set his face towards Jerusalem. He knew that he would be killed there. But he went there. He knew that when he fasts, he would be hungry. But he went in the direction of praying and fasting. Yes. He knew it. You will have nothing to show for your Christian life when you are the type given to an easy life. 
everything must be nice. You are waiting for Auntie Miriam to say that we are going to fast before you fast. No. Jesus, nobody told him to go to Jerusalem. He decided that it is time. There are certain friends you must take a decision that I am not working with these people again. It will bring pain. You will feel lonely. But it is something that will give you something to show for. The scar. The scar. The Christian life. Jesus said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Deny. Take up his Malta Guinness. Sorry, take up his iPad. Take up his what? Take up his what? It's here. Take up his bottle of Fanta. What is it there? Sorry, my eyes. Take up his Coke. Is it not Coke? See? It's what? Cross. Do you have a cross? Or you think the cross is for the apostles and bishops? No. At your level, there must be something difficult you must do for God as a Christian. At your level. At your level. At my level, I am bearing my cross. You too must bear your cross. And it's a mind. That's what I say. Let this mind be in you. The mind that chale. The Christian life I'm living is difficult too. It's a mind. If your mind is that it's an easy life, some friendship, social club, I mean, I come to meet my friends and so on, you will never be a Christian who will say to live is Christ. That's not how Christ lived. What is it in your life that is a cross? A cross is a symbol of difficulties and pain and death death to live is Christ so if any man so let him deny himself that's what I talked about last week that even if you are in Wesley Girls you are in where you go to school at a Christian high or what school Bishop Bowers there's a school, New Nation. Yeah. When you come here, deny yourself. Don't come here as a holy child, this type of Wesley girls people. Because we also, if my school is Ahriasi JSS, I should be able to relate to it. That is, deny yourself. And then today is about a source of scars, your cross your cross God will speak to you God will speak to you and show you do this listen it is not everything God tells you to do that is easy it is not everything God tells you to do that is if you are looking for an easy life then resign from being a Christian and be something else Krishna or some type of person but Christianity is full of scars. It's full of difficulties. No, I'm telling you this at your age. I, I, I don't want you to ever think that it is an easy life. Your greatest blessing comes from this life. That is why it is not easy. You see, the things that are not easy are cheap. If you are looking for sand or dust, you just jump the wall, you can bring a lot, a head pan full of it. But if you are looking for gold, a head pan full of gold bars, hey, I don't know, I don't know what you have to do. I, I, can't, I can't understand what you have to do. Yeah. Be ready to do things that are not easy. One, you must study, but you must also have your quiet time. Yeah. I remember when I was in medical school. I was passing my exams. First year, second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year. I, every exam, every exam I took, every single exam I took, I passed. Every single exam. Every exam. 
the week, I said the week, the, the year, my final year was the year I became a pastor. Yeah. I was combining my studies with the ministry. Out of three exams I wrote, I failed one. Yeah. It was not a pleasant thing for me. I didn't even know how to fill an exam in school. But the year I became, it's a scar. But I did not stop pastoring. I continued to pastor. So what I'm saying is that, expect, I mean, I wish that all of us will have testimonies. I mean, I know people say, oh, I, I didn't, I've not filled an exam before. And it's great. It's great. But I can say that. I can't, I, 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 I'm not lying to you. But learn it all. Learn it. So when Jesus stood in front of them, he showed them his scars. The difficulties he has, he has been through. The cross he had carried. The nails that they had put in his hand. So when he resurrected, the scars were still there. And I'm saying that you also as a Christian must give yourself that privilege to have scars. Not so pleasant experiences. Difficult experiences. I mean, things that when you remember, you cry. When you remember, you are sad. Yes. That is it. So when, 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 when you are serving God, when you are a Christian, and you are only into easy Christianity, what is good? What is cool? I mean, anything that is difficult and tiresome, you don't want to stretch yourself. You say, oh, we are going to have an outreach. Then you, are, you just pass behind the building and you are home. When we are having an outreach, we ask, ah, why is, why is Ellen? Why is Abigail? We can't find you because you are into non-scar Christianity. Yeah, non-scar, non-difficult, non-agendary Christianity. No. As you serve God, there will be a time. But remember, if you read Philippians 2, Bible says, Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. So we know that one. That the end of these cars is the glory of God, the beauty of God, the blessing of God. But you cannot experience that blessing, that beauty, that glory without the scars. You must fast until you cannot even lift your leg. You should learn how to go on outreach and do follow up and your, and your sheep have run away. He says, I'm coming. He goes into his house and he jumps a window. He's in the bush. All these are stories we tell. If you don't have that, those stories, you don't, you, there's nothing to show. Like when you open your hand, your hand is normal. But Christians who are following Christ, their hands cannot be normal. Their hands must be full of scars and bad stories and challenges and difficulties. So, today, it's a short message I'm, I'm bringing to you. It is that you must have something to show. Some hunger you experience because you use all your money to buy a Bible. Yes. You saved your money. When your friends were buying this Rasta here, Kels here, and buying some nice blouse which has come from Tokyo and whatever. And it, it, what is this? Choker. I see. I was thinking you were good. Shoeless. <laughs> it's nice. But I'm saying that give yourself the privilege. Give yourself the privilege. Stand your ground. Jesus could have run away from Jerusalem. But stand your ground and go through it. Sometimes because of how you are working with God, you may even have to break up with a beloved. Yes. It's a scar. Because everybody wants to say that, I mean, I want to say, Charlie, the first beloved I proposed to, I married, isn't it nice? Yeah. But you will say, four. I was bounced four times. Or we broke up four times. It's a scar. 
Yes, sir. Don't try to present a nice facade. Don't try to present a nice picture. Sometimes you need scars. Jesus' body was full of scars, but he was Jesus. He was the Lord. And you also must be, you must stand strong. Stand strong. That's the mind. The mind that this thing I'm doing, you see, I'm saying that to say that to live is Christ, you must have a mind that you will experience scars. You will experience difficulties. You will experience pain. If you don't have that mind, you will bump your head. You will, you will, you will fall. The next mind you must have. Go back to verse 22. John 20 verse 22. 23. Go down. 24. Yes. Please go to 20 again. I want to see something. Yes. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Verse 21. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. Amen. Amen. I'm talking about the mind of Christ. They might say we have the mind of Christ. Now, he said, Even, he said, As my father hath sent me, Even so, send I you. The next mind every Christian must have is that no matter what you are doing, you must be on a mission for the Lord. It's a mind. Doing something for God. If you are a student, you'll be doing assignments for your, for your teacher. You'll be, you'll be in class. You'll be doing things for your friends, for school, for this and so on. But one very see, to live is Christ. Everybody say to live is Christ. To live is Christ. Oh, I can't hear you well. Yeah. If you want to live a Christian life, a Christian life, there should always be something you are doing for Christ. Whether you are in school or you are working. If you work in the bank, Echo Bank or Zenith Bank, you go to work, you go and balance accounts, you, you do this, you know, write letters, reports, this and that and that. When we see you, we, are, we can say, oh, this person is working for Bank of Ghana. Do you, do you know Bank of Ghana? Do you know somebody who works in Bank of Ghana? <laughs> but as you are working in Bank of Ghana, you need to also make sure, ask yourself, is there something I am doing? Because see, Jesus Christ was was constantly on a mission. If you are in school, if this mind is not in you, you can easily push aside church work, ministry work, and just be sitting with your books and end up getting 20%. I'm talking about every time of your life, there should be something you are doing. There should be something you are doing for the Lord. You must never be too busy to crowd out God. As the Father sent me, even so, send are you. So you are on campus learning what? Philosophy, business administration, accounting, accounts, and all that. Fine. But in this life, there should also be something you are doing for God. There should be a soul you are following up for God. There should be a prayer meeting you are attending. For, even though you are doing classics and psychology and physiology, there must be a ministry part of your life. Never be without something you are doing for God. Why? Because you can, you, you see, you will easily find yourself going and embarking on other missions other missions 
a boy can send you on a mission. One day we were on campus in Legon, remember I mean, we were all eating. I used to cook my food. I'll go to the market and buy. Oh, yes, I'll buy and cook my food. My roommate is a dentist in Tema, very good cook. In Legon, the one who went to medical school, I had my own room. So I was cooking. I'll go to a night market, go and buy everything. I come and make different types of stews. I mean, different types of seeds. Put them in the fridge. Yeah. So, Monday, I come, when I come from lectures, I just slice some yam and do this. So, contemporary stew I've prepared the night before. Fresh. To jollof. Bean stew. Corn beef stew. Meat stew. I fry fish. Oh. Myself. Oh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Tolo beef. <laughs> I would cook. And so, as a boy, I was cooking. But in Legon, when we were cooking, there was a girl who was also cooking. But she was not just cooking for herself. But she was in the school full time cooking for a boy in Commonwealth. So every evening that boy would come, sit down, wear a babe, <laughs> eat, and go. Yeah. I'm talking about a mission. So, so when you see the girl going to the night market or wherever to buy, go and buy uh, onions and tomatoes and so on. She is actually going to do shopping for a boy. She was a student. Studying something. I've forgotten what she was studying. That is how I got to know that if you can be on campus, be studying and still have time to cook for another boy, then you can be in ca- on campus studying and still have time to do outreach. You can. You can do it. Even as my father has sent me, I am also sending you. The mind of, of a believer must be that I am on a mission. Otherwise, before you know it, eh, you are just, you just push Christ aside. There are people who go to school and don't go to church. Because, see, I, I'm talking about being able to see, add ministry work to your education. You work, every copy works. He's a pastor. At your level, as you go to school in class 3 or class 6 or SS1 or J whatever one, you should have something you are doing for church and for God. Some people you are praying for, some souls you are calling, something you are organizing. Don't let your life be in 100% school and academic work or working in the, in the, in the bank. No, never 100%. There must be a part of your life that is reserved for ministry work. Even as the Father has sent me, even so send I you. Why? Because that school, you will finish the school. You will, it will pass. Whether you pass or not, it will pass. Yes. And you will pass. You will pass. There is nobody sitting here who will have marks that you, when you see you won't be happy with. Anytime you see your marks, you will nod and say, Father, you've done it again. Father, you've done it again. Receive good marks. Receive the A's and the A pluses. Your worst mark will be a B plus. In the name of Jesus. Don't join those unbelievers who go to school and their entire life, it's, it's almost like they don't, it's, it's like they have never been Christians before. That's why here, you will work for the Lord. Yeah, you will do something for God. When you are in school, is it Cape Coast? Which school? Bishop Bowers. Yeah. You, there should be people you are praying for. Don't let your life be 100% school. Leave a percentage. 25% you should be on a mission for the Lord and you believe it 
that as I've been going to the university, as I was you know, in the university studying, not knowing that, when I finished school, this is the work I was going to do. I didn't know. I, 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 I will tell you, I did not know that I'll be standing here as a full-time pastor. It has never been, never like a part of my thinking that I'll be a full-time pastor. No, no, no. So can you imagine if I was not doing shepherdorial work when I was in the university, now I'm a full-time pastor and, and I don't know what to do. I don't know how to find a scripture, how to, how to do outreach. But thank God, as I was in school, alongside going to school, I was also doing outreach. I was praying. I was fasting. We're moving out. So now that it has become my life, I'm cool. I'm cool. As my father had sent me. So Jesus was sendable. You too, may you find yourself somewhere and say that it is because of ascending that I'm here. Normally, I mean, what will Christ be doing on earth? Think about it. What will Jesus Christ be doing on earth? This filthy earth, sinful earth, evil earth. What's he doing here? There's nothing he's looking for here. But he was sent. That's why he was here. May you also be sent double. May your pastor, may, 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 may your shepherd be able to say that, go here and you will go. In addition to the school you are attending, in addition to your life. So two things, two minds, two mindsets you must have. What's the first one today? What's the first mindset you must have? Having something to show. Something to show. A scar. A story. An experience. <laughs> How you went to do outreach and you didn't get any soul. And you went the next time, you got only one, and it, that one also didn't come. Then you went again and you had five, and all the five are in church. Yes. You must have stories. You must have stories. Last few weeks, or about three weeks ago or so, I was in my office playing some music, and Reverend Aso came. And as we were talking, he said, Oh, this song, it was released about 25 years ago. The Winans. And we're enjoying it. And as we're singing, we're remembering the, 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 the old life. I mean, that life, 25 years ago, how we used to attend UCF, have prayer meetings, done meetings, and so And, we, and it was nice that we were still in that life. Yes, we were still in that life. But if you, you are here and you are listening to Beyonce and Jay-Z and 4x4 and all this, later on, there will be no story to tell. Because you were not a real Christian. You didn't go through it. But may you go through. May you have the energy. The energy. And the grace of God. I pray for you today. That none here. None here. Will not. Will, will be without scars. Without experiences. There should be something that made you cry. Oh yes. You cried. You were angry. But you were still here. May nothing move you away from this blessed place. Yes. Ten years from now, you should have a story to tell. And you laugh about it. But you are in it. You are in it. You are in it. He showed, when he appeared, he didn't use scriptures. He just showed him their hands. Look at my hand. There's a scar. That's it. I've been through something. And I want to ask you, what have you also been through? It's not about whether you are an apostle or a bishop or a pastor. At your age... You also have your level of cross. There are baby crosses and there are senior crosses. If you are a baby, you carry a baby cross. If you are a teenager, you carry a teenager cross. The crosses are in sizes. May you find your own to carry. Yes. And when you carry your cross, may you never put it down. May, may it make scars on you. I mean, uh, cause you to have wounds on your shoulder. But you know that this is the life I chose to live. And God, God is happy with it. Yes, have something to show. Have a story to tell. Have a story to tell. Maybe that you are sitting here, flaming fire here, we are here, and then next 10 years, you are not in church. You are with some unbelievers. 
I mean, I, that's not the life God. When you look back next 10 years, you should be a lady pastor and preaching about how you used to sit as a little girl. You didn't show pictures. You are, you are catching me on the day you are preaching. You've got corn roll here, rasta here, permin here, and you have cut the side. You've cropped the side. You are a wild lady pastor. I said, years ago, I was in church. I was sitting with Daphne and Gabby and we were writing notes and so on. Why don't you want to have that story? But that story doesn't come cheap. It comes with pain. You will cry. You will be unhappy. You will be angry. But remain in it so that you can have the chance to show the scars in your hand. Yeah. Don't allow. Even if you fall, rise again. Yeah. There's a time you will need to show. Even, even that, when I fell, I bumped my head. Yes. I, 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 I did something that wasn't good. I was in my office today. A beautiful girl, nice girl, came to see me. Slim and nice. But she came with a scar. She came with scars. But she's come back. But it's unnecessary. Here also, if she had stayed, she would have had scars. But not this type of other scars. Don't go on excursions. Every experience you must have, you can get some here. But remain long enough to be able to tell a story. Paul said, I was injurious to the gospel and to the body of Christ. I was injurious. Don't let any bad experience. A boy broke your heart. A girl frustrated you. This type of this and that. Your friend this, this and that. So you are angry, you are going. No, remain. God will heal you. He will put you together and let you become a great person. Remain. And the next thing, the next mind you must have is that you must be constantly doing something for God. In addition to the work you are doing. In addition to your education. In addition, if you are in school and you look around and there's nothing you are doing for God, it means that you have gone outside God's world. Even as the Father has sent me, even so, send I you. He is always sending us to pray for someone, to visit someone, to talk to someone. There's always a sending we must go on. And may God grant us the grace.